And welcome to another edition of the Green and Gold Then and Now podcast. I'm Steve Zotke, along with my trusty sidekick, Jeff Orlowski. How are you doing? Fantastic. And joining us once again, he was in here last year? Last season, yeah. Last season, Terry O'Brien. He's a childhood friend of mine. I figure if Bill Simmons can do it, why can't I? Absolutely. So... And the other guy at the other station, he has his buddy in there, so, you know, in, in the morning, so, you know. There you go. Yeah, have some fun here. But uh, this is uh, this is an interesting podcast because here we got the Packers in the divisional round. Things are looking good, and but Packer Nation is kind of bleh. There's an uneasiness in it, in it, but, and there's there's all sorts of stuff. This is, this is kind of a fun time. You got... Because you know we this is a Packer podcast, but I like to bring in the rest of the league and and we got Mike McCarthy and I want to bring in Mike. I want to bring up Mike McCarthy to start off with because I do have to give credit to Terry and Jeff because we should have had this podcast about three four years ago because you guys who were way out in front and I hate Mike McCarthy not personally but you know with his with the. Decisions that were made, and Terry's here with his son Ethan, and he made his kid rewatch the 2014 playoff game, which really brought things to the head. And I said at the time, I said, "Yeah, he screwed it up. It's awful, but you can't fire him because the guy just won a Super Bowl a couple years ago, and and people would go nuts." Five in years, hindsight, five years later, in in hind- no no at the time at 2014, you were calling for his head then that yeah. he should have been fired then, and I'm thinking. You know, we're we're just a couple years removed from the Super Bowl. I mean, the team had just gone fifteen and one. Of course, you know, they they laid a turd with the the Giants. We all know about that. But I thought, no, nah, you, you just can't do it just yet. In hindsight, Jeff, should we? It, I guess we should have got rid of him back then, right? Absolutely, would have saved ourselves years and years of pain, years and years of watching the same old crap, and. Uh, you know, congratulations to Mike McCrappy, you know, uh, on getting the Dallas job. Uh, Dallas interviewed two candidates. It was uh, McCrappy and it was Marvin Lewis. So you beat out Marvin Lewis in Jerry Jones' eyes. My hat's off to you, Fat Mike. Uh, that's that's one hell of an honor. Uh, good for you. Um, you know, fuck, man, who couldn't beat out Marvin Lewis in an interview like that? I don't care if it's for a head coach in the NFL. I don't care if it's for a fry cook at uh, at McDonald's. If you can't beat Marvin Lewis out in a job interview, you know, suicide should be an option. And so, you know, uh, Mike saved himself, and, uh, you know, congrats to him. And it just means that we don't have to worry about the Cowboys for another four years. And, and Terry, he's inheriting a really good team. But – and I, I, I think – that that's a team that can go thirteen and three next year with him as head coach. But what's going to happen in the playoffs, Terry? Right, they're going to crap the bed just like the Packers did all those years. The uh, the thing I was reading just before I came here on Twitter, Skip Bayless is having a conniption over this hiring, and uh, apparently Bleacher Report uh, had a nice article about McCarthy and how he was getting the massages on the Saturdays during the walkthroughs and all these uh, things that McCarthy was doing in the like later years and the players were getting away with murder in the locker room and things like that. So he's not happy with the hire. Well, I th- I think he's going to be re- re- refocused. I think it's going to be like 2007, 2008, 2009. It's going to be a focused team, and I think they're going to show a lot of success. But those old tendencies, Jeff, are they going to come back to the surface? Yeah, of course they will. 
Mike McCarthy was always good at, uh, you know, filling up the bullshit stats, uh, you know, the bullshit quotes before the start of the season. You know, uh, oh, I'm going to give up play calling so I can spend more time focusing on the entire organization as a whole. Well, that didn't work. So then he takes back the play calling. The offense still sucked. That didn't work. You know, um, the no discipline, like uh, Terry was just talking about. Uh, you know, keeping his undying loyalty to Dom Capers six years too long. Ron Zook not getting fired as special teams coach after years upon years upon years of just dog shit special teams. So he's going to do the same thing. And, you know, maybe the sleepover at Jerry Jones's house, you know, maybe they played Twister, saying Kumbaya, all this kind of stuff. Maybe McCarthy... Uh, you know, stopped in Chicago on his way down to Dallas and bought some recreational and, uh, you know, hooked up hooked, hooked up Jerry Jones. Who the hell knows? But, you know, Jerry's going to reach the point where he's going to be able to see through his bullshit too. And, uh, you know, if I'm Ezekiel Elliott with as little as McCarthy uh, likes running the football, I'd be asking for a trade today. That's an interesting point, Terry. Yeah, I maybe uh, Jerry took him to the old White House that the '90s Cowboys used to. Yeah, stop at <laughs> the old White House. Yeah, Michael <laughs> Irvin could tell you a story too there. <laughs> oh, let, let's switch uh, gears and, and talk about what happened last weekend. And you know, we, week seventeen, we're watching the Packers struggle against the Lions, and then we see the Saints. Just mull through their 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 final game of the year, and then Wild Card Weekend, they 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 lay a turd with the Vikings. Are, is that show is is it better for the Packers have struggled and to overcome than maybe what the Saints had, you know end up doing? I don't think it matters, especially when you have a bye week. You know, everybody talks about how uh, much creatures of habit. NFL football players are and how they like to be regimented and all that kind of stuff. So because of that, I inherently think that having a bye kind of hurts you, especially when you're a team that has overall good health like the Packers do, where there's not that many guys and especially not that many important guys who are banged up. So I think it probably would have helped them to play last weekend. That said, obviously a week of rest doesn't hurt anybody in the NFL, especially after uh, 17 weeks of, uh, you know, busting your ass and getting dinged up. But uh, I don't think it matters, to tell you the truth. Terry? I think the uh, Saints were looking past the Vikings, to tell you the truth, and the Vikings smacked them in the mouth early and often, and uh, that caught them by surprise, I think. And Drew Brees, for the first time in a while, looked old. Yeah, Yeah, he looked like he was 100, but it also showed you – just how important and just how good Dalvin Cook is makes a difference. Because man, that kid can play. And you know, and they they that running game for the Saints it should have been there, and that's you know that it wasn't though. Mm-hmm. And and you know we saw that with the Seahawks. You know they were talking about the the Seahawks and how how the Eagles matched up well against Packers because they were that's the one team this year that was able to stop Aaron Jones. Right. So. Maybe in hindsight, maybe it's better that we're playing the Seahawks. Time will tell, but it's interesting. Uh, Ken, is is that the key for the Packers, the running game against the Seahawks this weekend? No. The key for the Packers against the Seahawks this weekend is Aaron Rodgers. 
And uh, in the last four games that Aaron Rodgers has played against Seattle, he's completed 72% of his passes, uh, over 1,100 yards, 285 a game. He's got eight, t- eight TDs and one pick, 116.5 passer rating in those four games. So Aaron Rodgers is going to go off. Now, obviously, you want to sprinkle in Aaron Jones and, you know, more than a sprinkle to keep the defense honest. But, you know, if you ask me who the difference maker is going to be, it's going to be 12. Terry? Yeah, I think that's probably right. He has struggled these last past couple weeks and uh, see what he brings on Sunday. And defense. It, defensively, the Seahawks should not scare you. They're, you know, people still think – there's probably a good portion of the the Packer Nation that thinks Richard Sherman's still on the team. Probably it, it 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 it's a good defense. They have a good front four, and you, there's always that concern. Of course, there's always always concern again the cheap shot against Rodgers too from Clowney, but it, it's it's it they should be able to move the ball. Yeah, they're going to have to keep an an extra blocker, whether it's Aaron Jones, whether it's. Uh, you know, hopefully Danny Vitale, if he can suit up this week. Um, they're going to have to get some help for protection against that front four. Yes, the secondary doesn't look great. Uh, but, you know, am I relieved that it's the Seahawks and not the Eagles? No, because Russell Wilson is one of the most clutch quarterbacks I've ever seen. We saw that and last week. Every time, Every time he looks like he's dead, man, he comes out of nowhere and just – wills his team to the forefront and to a win and we've seen it time and time and again we saw it in that uh nfc championship game and uh you know it it's it's scary and yes it is at home and and that's great but uh you know i don't go in with a mass i i think the packers are going to win but i don't have like confidence upon confidence you know i'm not overly confident about it you know what i mean what 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 chance do you give them? I mean, what 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 do you forty percent, fifty percent? I give them, uh, the Packers a sixty eight percent chance of winning. Sixty eight percent. I think what? I'm I'm a I'm a little higher than that. I think I'm at eighty. All right. I I think uh, it's going to be low scoring. I don't think the Packers can play a shootout. It's going to be cold. Um, and we'll see. You know, I think the Packers are playing outside and that's good for them are you afraid of marshawn lynch you can now catch the ball you know marshawn lynch has done nothing but just murder green bay and it's the same thing with the scramble quarterbacks and uh you know seattle's got them both and you know that's why i'm only at 68 if they had a statue back there then i would be like you terry and pushing 80 85 percent Especially because you look overall at the Seahawks roster, and it doesn't—it's not overloaded with talent. Let's well, they do have the stuff. best wide receiver in the history of sports, according to sports media this week. DK Metcalf. Well, you know, you mean Superman? Yes. You know, uh, yeah. You know, the guy's the second coming, and uh, you know, Jerry Rice should have been a Packer. You know, yeah. Everybody is just blowing. He can him only like run crazy. one route, Terry. That's all we need him to run. Fast, but suppose, fast and deep. Well, and that was, uh, yeah, that, that should be 83. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but he's got, Metcalf has arms. Uh, Metcalf is good, but he's not all that. And, uh, you know, I think Kevin King can uh, can stick with him and, and play him well. That's what I'm hoping. 
But and, and, yeah, with his height. I mean, that's one of the reasons why we drafted him over Terry's a boy. T.J. Watt. Does that still bother you, T.J.? It, it, it does bother me somewhat. It bothers Terry more. Does the T.J. Watt passing over bother you? Still? No, because drafting T.J. Watt goes against my number one fundamental in the draft. You do not take a hometown guy for your team no matter what. Spoken like uh, Don Devine. So especially Dandelion. a guy Dandelion. you know Dandelion. that grew up in Wisconsin, that went to Wisconsin. Uh, so you're happy with Terrell Buckley over Jay, Jay, uh, Troy Vincent? Troy Vincent. No. But, you know, I still don't think, you know, these guys need to sit there. He needed, you need to, to grow up, move away from where you're from, uh, grow some fuzz on the Kiwis, let them suckers drop a little bit, and, and become a man. And, uh, you know, if T.J. Watt would have spent his entire life in Wisconsin – uh, with you know how homerish and everything all the Packers fans are, I don't think he would have had the. I'm not saying he wouldn't be as good as he is now, but the heart, the desire, uh, all that kind of stuff, I don't think would be there to the level that it is now. Okay, so if you're the Cincinnati Bengals, you don't draft uh, Joe Burrow because he's a Ohio kid. You know the jury's still up, so. <laughs> Yes. Or is it okay because he went to LSU and not Ohio State? Well, you know, it it does help. But still, you know, I, I wouldn't want a hometown guy. Yes, I know he was at Ohio State, but he's at LSU now. Nobody knows that. <laughs> you know, it— um, We we have off-camera people here, as they like to say in the business. Yeah, well, you know, we're, we're so big time on the uh, Green and Gold Den and Now podcast. We've got our own interns. <laughs> And uh, follow us on Twitter and Facebook, or uh, Steve will come over to your house and beat you half to death. Uh, interesting thing going on in New England, and I want to spin this around because we went through this with Favre. Is it, how much of a distraction, or do you, do you like the way Brady's doing it? Is it better than how Favre handled it with with everything that's going on with uh, with the you know with them losing last week? And is Brady going to play? Is he not going to play? What do you think? Yeah, I think it's better. Uh, you know, it's better to sit there and at least be honest and say you don't know what you're going to do than to sit there and. Well, it looks like he's going to play. I thought he says he wants to play. Yeah, I think he wants to play, but. I do too. And, you know, and good for Brady that, uh, you know, this is the first time he's ever hit free agency. And for all that he has done for that franchise, you know, taking well over $100 million less than what he should have been paid. Uh, so the team could be better and all of that. You know, I hope Brady cashes in, uh, and I hope he goes somewhere else. I'd like to see him without Belichick. I don't think he really? goes to the Chargers. It would kill so. me to see him playing for another team. Every, really? Even though I'm not a big New England fan, but yeah. it just ain't right. It, it happens it's to everybody. It's like Smith playing for the Cardinals. That never, Montana. Never but nobody remembers right. that. Nobody's going to remember that. Nobody remembers Unitas in a Chargers uniform or Namath playing for the Rams. Or but OJ. everybody wanted to see Barry Sanders in a different uniform than the Detroit Lions. You know, right. uh, I, shit, I remember, you know, Montana on the Chiefs. You know, Barry, so, Barry never won six chips at the Detroit either, though. Well, that's why everybody wanted to see him in a different uniform. Yeah. For him to get that. Yeah, for him to at least have a chance. You know, uh, one of the greatest, you know, probably top four running backs of all time. And uh, was just with a, a horrible, horrible organization. No, no, we get to do the pick on Ethan 
uh, segment of the show. Did you see the top 100 list? Yeah, NFL. I didn't pay much attention, but I saw Now, there's some people that don't <laughs> like to put people from the f- players from the 50s or 60s. Any, anybody in a black yeah. and white picture, he yeah. thinks shouldn't be on there. He he didn't like Sammy Ball, Dan, uh, Don Hudson, Otto Graham. What's your opinion on trying to morph modern players and old older players and lists like that? So are you telling me that Jim Brown doesn't belong on the top 100? Because Jim Brown, on, you can speak. Absolutely belongs on the top one. Yay or nay? Give us a thumbs up or thumbs down in Jim Brown. Okay, he's giving us a thumbs thumbs well, up. Well, he Jim. was in color, so all that counts. Okay, you know, uh, Sammy Baugh does not deserve to be on that list. Okay, if you look at his numbers, um, they are not spectacular. And granted, it was before you know that you know shit. Any kind of passing game, whatsoever. it was still evolving. And yeah. I, I think, and, and you know. It's the one thing I liked about this, you know, some people were wondering why why do they have Belichick on? But Belichick of all the coaches and 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 everybody has more of a grasp of the historical part of the sport than probably anybody else because he's been involved his his dad was a coach at Navy and he was raised in this stuff. I mean, he used to hike the ball to Johnny Unitas. I, I was mentioning it to Terry, you know, he used used to hike the ball to Johnny Unitas during, you know, summer camps and whatnot. So I mean, he's been around the sport for fifty some years. So he's seen the players and seen the evolution of it. It's a student of it, and I, I thought it was interesting what he said about Sammy Ball. When you're trying to evaluate a player like that, it was a totally different game. The guys weren't even setting their feet. There wasn't no three or five step drops. It was just the, the game was still evolving. So you're trying to, you know, showing his arm strength, how accurate he was. And just you know, there wasn't even a real pattern, so you're just trying to mat you know ma- made it up that way, and it's it's tough to do. It's tough to compare generations. And while I don't think uh, Sammy Baugh deserves to be on there, I don't think John Elway deserves to be on there either. Um, See that I disagree <laughs> yeah, with. Was... You know, he didn't win his titles until the the very end of his career. But he did. Okay, Terrell. And, Davis and he was also he was also on teams that didn't have good defenses either. Aww. Right. He took some inferior oh, teams so to bad. the Super Bowl. Yes, because those are teams. the The teams that should have been in the Super Bowls that he was in was Cleveland. So maybe those are teams that were actually over, you know, overachieving to get there and shouldn't have been there in the first place. Okay. Do we swing you a little bit? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. He's you too, know he didn't see Elway play in his prime. So. Bullshit. Bullshit. In the late 80s? Hell yeah, I saw yeah. that, man. I remember going to you know family parties at my grandparents' house, and all the old people would be in one room sitting there talking about stupid, and I'd be in the bedroom with the little TV on watching uh, you know, uh, Denver and Cleveland in the snow, and uh, those games were phenomenal. Yeah. And uh, I loved every minute of it. So. <clears throat> he pulled a lot of games out of his ass for that team. It's it's very tough to do, you know, when you're doing any sort sort of list. I'm on a because of my auto racing background. I'm on some Hall of Fame committees. It's so hard trying to extrapolate people in in, in eras and whatnot. I, I'm always you know I always joke there should be people that were taken out of certain Hall of Fames and whatnot. But with with um with with the with that list, I you know you're you're picking ten guys. You know, you're mm-hmm. trying to. I mean, there's a lot of guys. I mean, we were talking about somebody like Burt Jones. Burt Jones doesn't deserve to be on there, but if you you can put 
a package together, a film on, on Burt Jones and show Ethan, and he'll be blown away by him. Right. But with some of the plays he made. And but so there's there's so many there were a lot of good players throughout the NFL. I mean guys that I mean John Brody just coming off the top of my head with the 49ers before Montana, fantastic coach. And you you talk to guys older guys that were in you maybe talk to uh, um, Jerry Kramer or somebody or Dick Butkus or some of these guys that played against guys like like a John Brody. They yeah this guy was awesome. You know. Well, we're twenty Roman years Gabriel. we're yeah. twenty years away now. From people saying Lawrence Taylor who? Mm -hmm. And it's the same, you know, it's going to be the same stupid arguments that uh, the idiots who think that LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan uh, are, you know, use. Well, I never never saw Michael Jordan. LeBron James' body is so much stronger than Michael Jordan was. You know, just idiots. You know, yeah, thinking uh, that like LeBron James is going to average like forty points a game in the eighties. Le- LeBron James <laughs> wouldn't have played one complete season in the eighties. His body would have broken down if yeah. he had to go through half the punishment that Jordan went through, right. and if he had to go up against those bad boy Pistons and the hard foul in Cleveland. Well, Cavaliers. even even look at somebody like Shaquille who came in at the end of that oh, era. Absolutely, would get hack a shack. Oh, he used just, to get yeah. just murdered underneath the basket, yeah. man. Like Giannis is now. Yeah. Right. And no calls are made. But, yeah, it's, you know, you see, yeah, it's a situation where it's, it is kind of hard for player or for people to look at a highlight tape and say, oh, yeah, that guy's really good. As supposed to live in it. You know, I don't want to sound like, you know, the, oh, yeah, okay, boomer, which I'm not. But, <laughs> but you know, it's, yeah, it'd be like what you said about, Jordan. I mean, yeah, he. This is a guy that would take over games by himself and would carry a team. Oh well, Jordan never won without Pippen. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, LeBron lost to uh, the Dallas Mavericks in the finals, and uh, LeBron for years and years and years would pass up on the final shot because he didn't have the nuts to to throw it up there and to hit the money shot. Uh, where Michael Jordan never lacked that confidence. And if anybody was going to fail, it was going to be MJ. And when he did fail, he took full damn responsibility for it. And you never heard Michael Jordan say, well, I need more help. I need more help. I need more help. You're the best player in the damn league. Suck it up and play like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, let's get back to football. I want to talk about Joe Burrow a second because I watched the game, the LSU game, and that first half was probably – Talking about quarterbacks, one of the best halves I've ever seen by a quarterback mm-hmm. in a in a national game, college or pro. Is he the number one pick? Yeah, probably. Not even close. Yeah. Are you Cincinnati? How how can they screw this up? They can't. They can't trade the pick because he's a home boy, hometown right. boy. No, they'll take him and he'll be then the quarterback for the next ten years. You know, uh, the Bengals will figure out a way. Uh, they'll screw it up. But will get hurt uh, or something. You know, but yeah, you know, right now I would put it at about, you know, 86, he, he, 87%. He's he just does his four years and gets gets the hell out of there? Well, it'll be five. No. Five. You know, uh, yeah. Being, you know, in the first round. But uh, if he's smart, he will. Um, you know, that's the hard thing about being the most talented guy in the draft is you know you're going to a dog shit organization. You can't do an Eli. No. No. 
not unless you want to have your reputation ruined from day one. And Eli deserves every single bit of hate that he still gets. You go to Cincinnati, though, there's no pressure on you. you that is to true. Go and play. Yeah, you win three games in a year. Oh, my yeah. God, we're, <laughs> right. we did so much better this right. year. Getting back to McCarthy, what's Dallas going to do next year? Uh, nine and seven. Really? No, Terry? I think they're like 12 and four. I think so, too. I think 12 and four. I think they could even go 13 and three. I think uh, Philadelphia is going to get some guys back healthy. I think they're going to make some moves on the free agent market. So I don't think that division is going to be the you know the just steaming pile that it was this this season. So uh, I don't think it's going to be a cakewalk for him. What's and, his, I don't know. You got two new coaches in that division now. So what's his over? What's the over and under of how many timeouts you'll have left with five minutes to go in the fourth quarter? Uh, point eight. <laughs> You know he's gonna re, he's gonna fall right back into the same stupid ways hey, because that, he's a uh, stubborn idiot. In that championship game against Seattle, he had all three of his timeouts left at the. Uh, he didn't blow through them. No, he still had all See, three. See, I left. purged that from my mind. Yeah, I, I've I've that in Super Bowl thirty two. I just who's who will last at their team longer, Lafleur or McCarthy? Lafleur, Lafleur. Think so. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Jerry will spend some money and will get him some players, though, too. Well, it looks like Goody's spending money, too. And, I, I uh, think it's going to be fr- – because he, he he lasted eight – well, you, think of it. You know how long Jason Garrett's been, been head coach? Yeah, it's, a decade. What was his first game? The first game after the Packers got Wade Phillips fired. Think of that. How long ago that was. No. Remember that game? No. That's the Clay Matthews – Interception, you know, it just was at 44 to 10 or whatever it was. It was just a Glorious. Was that a Sunday or no, a Sunday night game, wasn't it? I or, think so. Yeah. And that's how long it's been. Yeah. You know, so I mean, yeah, McCarthy, like I said, regular season I don't think is a, is the issue. It's going to be that late that weeks 14, 15 through 17 and playoff time is when it's going to be interesting when the when the and he gets turned up on that kettle. Well, I think that Jerry Jones, once he starts uh, having more regular season success, will expect more out of the postseason. And I don't think mediocre Mike is going to deliver uh, late in the regular season or in the postseason. And I think Jerry's going to have a hell of a lot quicker of a hook on uh, on that fat bastard than he did with Jason Garrett. <laughs> okay, let's do predictions for uh Seattle game and how far can they go? Packers, yeah. Um, I think they beat Seattle like twenty-four to seventeen, twenty-four twenty, something like that. Jeff, uh, I say Green Bay. I'm going to go with uh, with seventeen to twelve. Can they beat San Francisco? No. no. Okay. I'm going to go. Yeah, I like twenty-four seventeen. I don't think San Francisco wins that game against Vikings, though. It'll be interesting to see. This I is... think San Fran wins. I do think the Packers will have a chance. Uh, depending if everybody leaves this game as healthy as they uh, as Green Bay entered this game, I think we have a chance to, just because of Jimmy G um, not being in the situation before and all that. Oh. I, I think that the Packers hold a shot. Final question: If they get past Seattle, is it harder to beat the Vikings three times in a year or go one and one against Forty ers One and one against the Forty ers Okay, I think they got the Vikings number this year. 
Okay. I, you know, but again, I'll be rooting for the Vikings. I want that NFC Championship game at Lambeau. And if it is, hit me up on Twitter, Jeff underscore Orlowski. I got four tickets to sell. I'm Steve Zotke. Thank you, Terry O'Brien, Jeff Orlowski. We will do this again before the end of the year. Yep. Thank you. It's Follow been us fun. on Facebook thanks, and guys. Twitter, or Steve will break your uh, break your legs and steal your old lady. All right. Thanks, guys, and thanks for listening.